Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show so far. You get the podcast at theticketfm.com. Great to have Bill Bush with us for the entire show. And we just keep adding guests. We got Coach Bush for the whole week, and now we've got Kenny Wilhite with us for the full hour. I just used unplugged my headphone. Thank you. Yeah. We're back now. You good? We're back. Yeah. yeah, we're good. Kenny? Why are you doing that? I, my, my thing came up. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, a former mess, Kenny. All Big 8 big defensive back, former Nebraska director of high school relations. Good to have you here, Kenny. Um, you, you saw something that Sip was doing right when you walked in, and I please address that. What's that? Sip, you can't stir your coffee with your eyeglasses. <laughs> this happens all the time is the problem. It, that didn't, when I was told what happened, it didn't startle me. There was not one part like, whoa. Why not? Yeah. Because you're going to put them on your head. Yeah. <laughs> you put them on your head. You do that. And then you put them in your coffee. Yeah. And they're his wife's glasses. That's the problem. Oh, Lord. And you, you also saw something else that he had over there? What's up with the back scratcher? Yeah, I got a back scratcher. You can't do a radio show if your back's itching. Oh, there, there's been times, guys, where the back scratcher's been gone, and he will open up that door, and he will... Scratch. Well, do you the, do that. Everybody does that. Do the he'll do yeah. the bear thing on that. You yeah. know, where you just go. Up everybody does that. I can see that. I can see that. Is, is, has he ever went shirt off? No. For that? No. Okay. No. No shirts always on. And that's respect. That's the thing. Yeah, you I saw the, You that. saw the backstretch this morning. I got very were, nervous when I saw it. And when I, it came why in, did you get nervous? Because I'm like, if I see like dry skin flying around, I was going to be yeah, freaked <laughs> out. Did you get those away? Yeah, exactly. I just I went follicles. What? Skin follicles. Yeah. What's so nasty about that? No, I was defending you. I said science. I said science. When he does the Back scratcher, it is above the shirt. It doesn't yeah. go beneath it. It's above it. So no, we're I fine. No, you don't. Better. I was trying to help you out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you do go beneath the shirt. Kenny, how are you doing? I'm yeah. doing good, brother. So how'd you yeah. see it? It's nice to see you. You, you were too. telling us, Kenny, you're not a morning person. No. Not oh, really. you're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough job for the morning. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> really tough job. Coach Bush. Kind it's, it's, of are you kind of a morning yeah. person? I'm, I can be if I need to be. Yeah, yeah. I can go to bed at 3 and get up at 6 and be fine. No coffee, though. No coffee. See, yeah, I asked him if he wanted coffee and declined. You don't drink coffee. Just don't like the flavor. Don't like the. I tried it one time and I went straight to sleep. Really? Straight to sleep? Straight to sleep. In a meeting. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. At night, it calms me down. If I drink, I'll drink it. Did you drink decaf or what? I don't drink none of that. (laughs) I've never heard a person that (laughs) drank coffee go right to sleep. It's okay. Unless it was decaf, possibly. No, I can drink a 44 ounce Mountain Dew and go straight to sleep. Oh, really? Yeah. That. Do you do anything in the morning to get yourself jacked up? No, just jump like in the shower. Calisthenics or anything like that? Do <laughs> oh. you do any jumping jacks? Not Mountain Dew. No, I'll drink a Mountain Dew in the morning. Okay. Yeah. Hot what, cow, what's hot the cow earliest cow. you have a Mountain Dew? Like right when you wake up, get out of bed, no, Mountain no, Dew? No, no, no. Like when we had to be in the office at 8, I'd have one at 8.15. Let it Mountain Dew. Yeah, let it. No, no unlet. Yeah, because you know, Doc Sadler would always have an entire what fridge full of Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah. The guy who just lived off that stuff. He did. Former basketball. Yeah. yeah. Di- it's lot a great of way to hydrate. Yeah, it's, the, it's a great it's way really to good, way. Really yeah, good for your system to have diet Mountain Dew. I, I worked with with uh, uh, Dave Baldwin drank 
minimum of 14 well, Diet Cokes a day. Jeez. Minimum 14 Diet Cokes. Diet Minimums. Yeah. Diet Cokes. Yeah. And drank them. Like, not, not like just like drank them all the way through. Like that. See, at some point, as part of like drinking a Mountain Dew or even coffee, that I'm I'm trying to get that buzz. I'm mm. trying to get alert. But if you're mm. drinking 14, it's th- that buzz is gone. Like you you are immune to it. You yeah. can't even get anything. Just, you're going for yeah. taste. You're going for the carbonation. I don't know what exactly. But they, psychological too. It is psychological. Like I just, I'm just coffee just in the morning. Just a, a cup, cup and if that's it, I'm done. Sips like getting one like at eight o'clock at night. That's I'm, I'm done with that. That calms me down actually. At that time. Really? Are you yeah. drinking decaf? Hopefully, yeah. at that time, at eight no, p.m. No. You're drinking regular coffee. Yeah, eight. caffeinated coffee at eight p.m. Uh-huh. Well, do you have sleep issues? <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, <laughs> the answer is probably yes. Look yeah. at me. Yeah. Yeah. Think, how yeah. many issues do you think I have? Well, I mean, there's we all have issues, but <laughs> we all do. We all got problems. Right. <laughs> well, Kenny, it's, it's glad. It's great to have you here in Appreciate studio here. Uh, Bill, you were telling me that. Uh, Kenny, you Kenny was in defensive meetings with you guys this year when you took over. He was when we made the change over when uh, Coach Joseph made the change over. He changed. Uh, Kenny kept had to do two roles basically. He still did his uh, uh, high school relations, which he was the best I've ever seen at around the state. So we had to handle that, and then also then he was um, uh, put on as an analyst with uh, with Coach Fisher, and so he was with him all the time. So I had a lot of conversations with Kenny. Prior to meetings, what we're going to do uh, worked out well because I've coached Kenny before. We've coached together before, so we had a lot of a uh, lot of things that he kind of understood, kind of what we wanted to get done at those times. But he was a big part. Actually, sat right next to me in the in the staff meeting. So it was uh, it was great to have him there for those reasons. He did a, did a tremendous job, and probably one of the you know one of the reasons that we were able to uh, do some good things on defense was because of Kenny. Yeah, I'm I'm curious for both you guys. I mean, I, I talked to Coach about this. You know, early in the week, but Kenny, I guess for you, when there is a change mid-season, you know, when, when Bill goes from special teams coordinator to defensive coordinator, and you have to, you've got a bye week before the Indiana game, and you're trying to get just things figured out. How how do we assess the situation? How do we fix things? What is that like going from hey, it was this mid, this before the season, now it's this? What what's the, what's that like? The change mid-season like that? Well, in mid-season, it's it's difficult, but I think Coach Bush handled it really well. Um, he had a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he implemented his plan, and you know we, we all took it and we ran with it. I think the guys, the kids, bought into it. That was a key. As long as he can get the kids buy into it, we, we were fine. So once they bought into it, we were off and running. Did you ever think about it from your? I mean, you were a player, high level player. The what those kids were going through. Compared, you never went. Did you go through anything remotely like that? No. Yeah, it's amazing. I did in Canada when I was playing up in Canada. Did you? you? Know, I had coach got fired four games into the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought in a new head coach, and you know, of course, he wanted to. Now he kept the defense coordinator the same, but his plan was different from, from the old head coach. So uh, again, change yeah. is always difficult. Yeah. Uh, but once you you get everybody on board, you're, you you should be fine. Did the kid, did the kids adjust quickly in this case? Well, it took them a minute. I think it took them a minute. Uh, you know, there were some guys that were. We're hurt, you know. I've been through four regimes now, you know. Yeah, here, you know. So, but it was the same way, you know. They were, um, they were hurt, but again, Bushman, Bushman, Bushman. Once he implemented his his plan going forward, I think it took about a week for the kids to uh, really get over what what had happened and bought in, and they played their asses but off. There's the offense part too, though, you know. When you say offense, well, I mean, there's there's a. Yeah, the defense whipped into shape, but the offense had to whip into shape too. Not not necessarily because there wasn't a change at that 
at, at, at offensive coordinator. Well, I mean, I'm there talking was a change, Scott. Scott, yes, there was a change to the head coach position, right. but the offensive coordinator was running the, the show yeah, from, okay. from day one. So now they were hurt about – someone were hurt about Scott being let right. go, but uh, I think Whipple was already – ready to go well i think there's also it, there's confusion too because you think about all that goes into an off season and getting ready for a season and you got, you got fall camp you're, you're preparing with the staff you have you know you, where your special teams you know shenander's court defensive coordinator whipple's offensive coordinator you got a plan you go to you go to ireland and expect to beat northwestern and you don't you don't win that game you're 0 and one and then you know then the georgia southern game happens and whoa everything that we had planned for that we had prepared for is out the window like that takes a lot, I would think, as a player to say, okay, we had this trust in this in the staff, but now we got to trust that this going forward is the right way to go. Is, is there any sort of is there any fighting to that? Is there any sort of people that any any sort of issues ever that come from that from players? Are they all like, I trust you, I'm all in. That's based just on we just had great great young men, mm-hmm. and so that can be different. That's that doesn't hold through each. Everyone's different. Everyone okay. needs to be looked at separately. It's all it's all a different situation. There was just there wasn't a lot of me people. There was like no no me people. And why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? They were just they were great young men, and so they they made it happen. Said the whole time right there, they were the ones that were able to 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 see what was going on. But they were the ones that executed like that, and their attitudes were were ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. It's not a beat-up team right now. Actually, it's it's, actually, it's a very high-confident team I know on defense. I can't speak for the offense because I wasn't with those guys. But on defense, that's a real confident team uh, with, with how they're playing. So the guys that jog out there against Minnesota will be very, very confident. Yeah, and I, I just you, you go forward with, with the roster of the team. And I'm, I'm curious when, when um, you look at a new season for these guys. Obviously, there's you know another new coaching staff, and they're completely new coaching staff with Matt Rule and staff, and and what happens there. Um, I, I remember Sip. We remember vividly talking on the show that in 2015, which was the first year of Mike Riley, uh, there was a game mid-season where Nebraska lost to Purdue, 55 to a bad Purdue team at that point, 55-45. And there's a conversation that. Some guys were, were still playing the former defense, and they were not playing the new defense that was set in place with um, – Half and half. Is that Mark Banker in 15? Yeah, yeah, Mark Banker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean – after the Miami game. It was after the, it was after the game you. in Miami. Miami game. Okay, yeah. so still mid, you know, early midseason there. I mean, do you ever see that? Like, is there a conflict where, where guys don't want to let go of what they had to, to move on with the current – Regime. That would be really hard to believe that that, 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 that exactly. There's a conversation like, that's about it. Really? I, I, that, that would be that. I find there. that very hard to believe that, that with that. I think there might be some techniques within. Yeah. That it's like, hey, we want to play this technique, and someone is very, uh, very pro to the technique that they want to play. So there might be some of that. But Kenny can answer on that much better than I can. You know, as I was on that, I was a holdover on that on that staff, and you, you say that, and there was some pushback. Hmm. You know, some of the guys, and I. Basically, try to tell them, "Hey, listen, you know, you got to play for the guy to your left and the guy to your right. It's not about who's the coach. You know, you may not agree with like Bushman was my coach. I may not agree with everything Bushman said, yeah. but I respected him as a coach, and I did what what he wanted me is, to do. Is it sometimes Kenny's the guys are just like lapsing into the former system? They're not even doing it consciously. No, I wouldn't say. I mean, again, I was there. Yeah, so." Consciously, they were doing it. I'm, <laughs> hey, it's uh, I, I was giving them the benefit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it was sad to see, yeah. but uh, again, 
those were some of the older guys that were bow guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you try to tell them, hey. They believed in that defense. They believed in the defense. Yeah. You know, so, but Banker was a good defensive coordinator. Uh, his plan was good. Yeah, Banker was definitely good. He was a really good defensive coordinator. And he was, you know, so, but. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, Bill's been saying a lot about this upcoming year is that when you have a new staff in place, you've got new new faces everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've asked on this show, is this, you know, um, is this a rebuild or a reset for Nebraska football? And this whole conversation about flipping a roster, you believe, is, is just not a real it's, – it's not real regarding well, the current they're, they're, situation. They're, they're, they're bringing people in, but there's like the, – you know, Sipple's the one who pointed out so clearly was that there's a lot of returners. And so that's what you always say. There's a lot of returners. Now, can those returners be beat out by new people coming in? Absolutely. But when you don't get said, it all comes back to just just take a look at who's returning. Yep. That's what you look at. Who's returning? And there's a lot of returners. Dude. I think, like we talked about, you have you have a starting quarterback back. You have your top four running backs back. O line is is back. Tight ends a little beat up. Yep. You know, with uh, with Travis. Uh, leaving, so just I'm not say beat up. They're just they're just don't have a. Don't have they're the, they're you know going in going into the last couple of years. You knew who your tight ends base were going to be on the field. That'd be a little bit too. So there's a lot of players that are back, and and that have played a lot of football. So that's how I think the rebuild and retool is different. That's however people want to look at it. But like I said, like that, it's it's not a they they are not a beat up team uh, where they just like I said where they're walking in the door like. Like that. They're they're a pretty confident team. I know defensively they'll be pretty confident when yeah, they when they start spring ball. That new Kenny, that new DB's coach said that uh, he's got a couple pros. Is he talking? He's talking about the Quentin, right? Quentin Newsom. I, w- I would guess he's talking about Quentin. I mean, he's a potential pro, right? Yes, yes. And who else? Farmer. Miles Farmer. Miles Farmer. Yeah. Buford's a really good player. Buford's a really good really player. really good player. Yes. And those and Hartzell. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So you got so just think about that. Your entire starting secondary is back. back. And and plus and, and plus more. Back. Yeah, yeah, Gifford back. And so you're so you have your you have your nickel back. Yeah, and so Javin Wright's back there. That started yeah, one game. Yeah, and and and, and he can start. Yeah. Is it Javin? Yeah, it is. I, I've been letting you say it wrong all week just for the fun of it. <laughs> we, I really have. I just, hey, I, I messed yeah. it up too. I said Javin. And he's are Javin. Javin Wright. And he's finally back to healthy. You know, he played the entire um, the entire Iowa game uh, for us. And so again, there's that's a lot of players that have played inside linebackers. Those guys have played. A lot of snaps, yep. guys up for so you know def, uh, outside through rush in type of position. That's down. That's down. That because you lost three guys off that. Still plenty of talent, but that's but you just, like you said. There's a lot of guys back that have played a lot of football. Well, I think about in the past. I mean, example of why that was maybe a concern. You look back. I think it was what 2013. I want to say when Eric Martin went from a linebacker to a defensive end. I mean, had eight and a half sacks. They, they kind of built a pass rusher there. I think that was at, 213. At, at Eric Martin. So if you're the new staff and you say, okay, we lost we lost Oshawn Mathis. We lost you know Caleb Tanner. We've lost Garrett Nelson. But you know we kind of find a way to still rush the passer. Do you get creative about that and say, you know, maybe we can put a linebacker on the edge? Or, you know, as a, as oh, a, I'm sure they will. I'm sure, I'm sure they will. They're, they're really good coaches. They'll figure out ways in different packages. Third down packages will have a chance to be able to, to do different things. So they'll have, like I said, when you're rushing, that's always a critical thing. It's like when you, every time you call a pressure or a blitz, it's always in my head who's blitzing because some guys are just really good and some guys aren't as good. And if you're really? blitzing and you're just, if you're just like, oh, the blitz is going to work, the blitzers, the blitzers is what, that's what matters. So. It's still fascinating to me. It's still it's not like I'm gonna dial this thing up like that. Well, what it is is it's the people that's executing it uh, with what's going on. So they'll have a chance to to evaluate that and to be able to do that. Uh, Javen Wright would be one 
because he's got some length mm-hmm. uh, length to him. And so there's different, you know, one of the hardest things to teach is pressure off the edge uh, from small guys. So oh, DBs. Really? Uh, Why? So, but, uh, oh, that they're not natural with it. Ah. Right? And, they, and when they think everything's going to be a free hitter, it's always like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come off the edge and, and, and the quarterback's not going to see me. I can hit him in the back of the head and the ball's going to fly out. No, you're going to have to beat. So you're going to have to ID'd by the tackle or by the running back. And then when you're blitzing off the edge in a pass game, the worst place to be in football is behind the quarterback. Because once you go and once you get pinged, I use the word pinged, and he flies <laughs> past the quarterback. In now, what? <laughs> so you have to be able to know how to uh, double how, back. How, how to how, basically is what it is. Yeah. You have to have a great plan with when you're coming off the edge of of how you're going to up and under, how you're going to do different things, how you're going to attack the running back in in the in the pressure part of it right there. But again, the blitzers are what are what matters. If you're just putting on the coach to do everything, that's not going to always work. Newsom got home once or twice. He has yes. got home. He can do it, right? Yeah, yeah there's guys that, 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 that can, can do, do it, it. That, that have to be able to have it to get it get it done. But that's just part of the part of the plan. But they'll 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 get they'll get. 11 guys out there that they're really good players and they'll have a way to adjust to get more pressure if you need pressure there's always ways to do it you know ideally in everyone's world you're like hey i'd love to just rush for that'd be the way to do it you know it's like, yeah. if you have like the 49ers front it's like that it's like ah, that this is fun they just get this home. is fun they just, just get, get home yeah, the, the ball's out in thousand one thousand two and you can play well, all nick Bose is very helpful you can you change know. all kinds of coverages in the back end you, you can go from this to this to this to this you know once you get into hey we got to start bringing five and six yeah. now your coverage just go out yes. the door of what i can play behind it you know there's there's been a, a lot of guys in the history of nebraska and, and you see this a lot all across the country. I think about right now in the NFL, where, where Brock Purdy was essentially the NFL version of a walk-on. When you're the last pick of the draft, you are, you know, you're not you're not supposed to do much. You're if you if you pan out, great, that's the lottery. If you don't, you don't. You're not really supposed to pan out. Seventh round picks don't pan out very often. When you look at, you know, Kenny, in terms of you know, you've been here for a long time, and, and with with walk-on players at Nebraska, some guys, you know, they, they're not expected to come in and, and do anything. They're, they're anything, you know, they want to be good practice players, but can they be actually good players in, in games? We've seen several walk-on players turn out to be starters and yes. end up being NFL players. What's the process like for that, for them to kind of go from that pool of walk-ons to making their way into first and second team with the, the roster? I mean, just their work ethic. I mean, their, their dedication to the program, their, their want to. Um, a lot of guys, when I looked at them and I evaluated them, I, I had a pool, and I gave them to the position coach. The position coach decided which ones he wanted. Now, within that pool, I made sure I thought within two years they could help us, either on special teams. Within two years. Within two years, either on special teams or at a position. I mean, you had some come in as freshmen and contribute, and you had some earn scholarships after their freshman year. So those are the kind of guys you look for. Now. You, you hopefully can use them on special teams a lot. Mm-hmm. Bushman use a lot of them on special teams to run down on kickoff, to, to be on kickoff return, to be on punt team. So if they can help you in that aspect, and then once they get bigger, a little faster, a little stronger, then they can help you on, on the defense. How, how often are you looking at guys, Kenny, around here, walk-on types, that you say, how, how are they not being recruited? It happens a lot. Okay. I mean, I mean, as you know, we missed on a couple. You know, uh, well, yeah, everybody so does. Everybody does, but a lot uh, of people missed on Purdy. Oh yeah, I mean, not really. They didn't really miss on him. I mean, he he had a really good career at Iowa State. I followed him at Iowa State. He was really good at Iowa State. Well, I mean, some people just didn't recruit, recruit him. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, it's it's up to the like Bushman said. I heard him coming in. The position coach has to recruit their position. You know, they know what they're looking for. They know what they want at their position. So 
um, you 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 win some and you lose some. Oh, you know, it's not a, it's not a. I mean, if everybody could re- recruit five star players and get them to their to their university, then everybody would be winning football teams. Yeah, Eckler told me once, Mike, um, is about fifty fifty. If you're hitting fifty percent, you're pretty you're really good. You're really good. Really good. Yes, that's amazing. The walk on programs is coach. Uh, Coach Oliver is, was always big on they're, they're your erasers hmm. because you're going to make errors in your 85 scholarship offers. So they're they are your erasers on this on the team. So all sense. of a sudden, and a lot of places don't have walk-ons at all. Like a USC, hmm. it's a private school. You know what it costs to go to school there to get to a walk-on. That's not happening. Wisconsin is very difficult for walk-ons because you can't get into school. So you can't really start. You can't recruit a walk-on and be like, "Are you?" It's always, "Are you already in in school? Have you been admitted into school?" Because if you have a walk-on, it's like, "Hey, can you help me get admitted?" No. And oh, so, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wisconsin's not. You know, it's not like, "Hey, if you graduate from a high school in Wisconsin, you're going to get into Wisconsin." Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So it was. There were a number of people that would be like, "Hey, can, my kid really wants to go there." You know, he's. Yeah. It's like, no, I can't. I, I have zero help hmm. in that on on that type. So that that what makes a difference in LSU. We had so limited walk-ons because there was such a large base of FCS schools oh, yeah. there. Oh yeah. Then yep. you had La Tech, the two Monroe, uh, Louisiana schools. Yep. Then you had Tulane. Okay. So you have all those schools in the state. Then you have all the FCS schools. So the ones that really came to LSU, there was very few that played. And also, it was very hard to like, like our our film for special teams is so ridiculous because of the numbers we had of great kids and their effort. So if you're doing kickoff return, we'd be three deep with a scout kickoff team. Most places you can't even get one scout lookoff team uh, look look team. And so to have that you know, that is a huge advantage of how you practice like that. And that's a big part of. I never of, uh, knew that. Never uh, it's, it's when you if you turn the film on it's 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 just like if people are watching like like who 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 is that who's uh, we did like in the spring we would do kickoff and we let everyone get reps and we would do six deep and then we do everyone else so the last rep there'd be twenty eight guys going on the line we let them all go so, we got, so they all got a rep twenty eight guys so we would uh, literally we had we had on the depth chart it was six deep and the, and then so after that everyone goes to get a rep and then. Also, what helped with that was is that we watched them. And so when we would watch the 28 guys go, I'd pick like six guys out and I'd circle them. So they knew when they got on there that they got at that, and then you'd bump them up. Hey, you're going up to fourth. You're going up to here to show. But, but that, that doesn't happen anyplace. It's no, too we, deep yeah. right now. Spring, eight deep. 80 guys on kickoff. Oh, God. So that's us for those kids, too. It's, it's very good for them. Keeps them involved, yes. right? Yeah. But, but, again, most of the walk-on kids are from around this area. You know, they know this place. They want to be here. They'll do it. They'll get their arm and leg just to run out and kick off. So, hasn't changed. Still, no. it's always it's been like that since yes. you were playing. Yes, way yeah, back. And, 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 way, way back. back. Well, hey, don't you age. Don't old. age. Don't age that much. He doesn't, he doesn't age. He is. He's, he is. He's kind of ageless. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Except for the little. Must be nice. Statue. Must be nice. See, Kenny goes down to being like so. The all-time favorite player on the team. I have. It's, it's a very. Everyone knows who it is when you walk in. Who's my favorite player on the team? And Kenny was it for this reason. My favorite player on the team is the punt returner. Period. Okay. I don't know if the punt returner is the favorite guy on the team because that's punt a returner. he was a punt returner, and that's a man's man job to stand back there you by yourself. Fifty yards. You. Guys are coming. Lewis. So what happens is you go in there at that. You go into the in especially like that when you first start. Who wants to be a kickoff returner? 50 hands go up 
because when you catch the ball, they're 30 yards away from you. Who wants to be a punt returner? Four hands go up. And it's like, so there's, so they can hit you full speed right in your chin oh, yeah, from true. one yard away. That's true. That's a celebrated and, hit. And then also you've got, yeah, and then also you got wind and all this stuff oh, going I, on. Yeah, like we that. you got to make fielding it. decisions. Yeah. Oh, the ball's been kicked short. There's a Peter call. Oh, they'll, no. it's, it's mind numbing. So I make that very clear that, that in, in, Every place I'm at is is that my favorite guy in the room is the punt returner because it takes a real dude huh. to go back because the other guys don't want to go back there. Kenny's they say they, they say they do. No, they don't. Kenny's real dude. You you did that how many years? Well, up in Canada, I did it for five years. Did you? Yeah. Take it's, any big it's hits? Fun. I took one. One just one. Just one. One big hit. Just one. That's pretty good. Only just hit. took one. one big hit. Just one. Really? When I thought you when you saw don't think I thought he had his block. Yeah. So oh. I, did, I didn't, you know, that was a guy I counted on. Yeah. That's why he you didn't have it. No, he, 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 <laughs> he missed. And that's why so you, hard. that's why you sell to those guys of like, you better strain to protect him yeah. because that back there is a, is a, is a real deal. And so that's why with Kenny was always one of my favorite because he went back there and was able to do that. That is a dude yeah. job. Yeah. I mean, that's not an easy oh, You're right. Yeah. You're, you're, I watch it all the time. and I Because kickoff yeah. return, guys are set ahead of you. They're yeah. set. Even that. That doesn't happen. The, when you catch the ball, not, they're, they're, they'll be 30 yards away from you. But those dudes that, yeah. uh, even on kickoff return, that thunder upfield into contact, I'm like, whoa, that's like oh, yeah, that's, kamikaze. That, yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, it's those not, guys are bad dudes, too. Yeah. Well, they are. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. The returners it's, or the kickoff guys? Yeah. The returners. Yeah, it is on kickoff return, but it's not the same I mean, like, Tommy Hill just whip his body into into contact there's an art to it too now yeah. there's a, there's an art to it i mean you want to you know you don't want to do that oh yeah. <laughs> or, you, or your, your career won't last uh, yeah. you you won't be out there you that's kind of reckless there yeah, you don't want to okay. there's an art meaning you don't want to take direct hits no you don't want to do that yeah. i mean and then you got to have good peripheral vision yeah. you know bush coordinators especially in coordinators set returns for a reason you know there should be a hole right but if that hole is in there now you have to improvise <laughs> You don't just run up in that hole when you're a buck seventy five. Yeah, <laughs> you have to remember like Some that. Dudes do that though, but they're crazy. But their career won't be long. Yeah. Oh. That's why I say I've never taken. I've only taken one direct hit. That's that's impressive. That's one. That's a good craft. There you go. Yeah, I thought Rex was like that. He didn't take many direct shots. It didn't seem like you become smarter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dewan Gross, excellent punt returner back in the day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh. Didn't yeah, just he returned for touchdowns all the time. Yeah. I could see you, Sipple, as a punt returner yeah. if if you had done what? No speed. But if what 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 kept you from being a punt returner? I didn't play. You didn't play football. <laughs> that was that's where everything kind of. If, so if you would, that's where really that's where that's where it went south. That's where all of a sudden we lost the. Uh, so no football. So, yeah, so, so no, no football. football. So yeah. no football. So we we lost you on that one there, buddy. Uh, yep. If you have any questions, I don't have any story. Yeah. If you have any co- questions for Coach Wilhite or Coach Bush, please call or text four six four five six eight five. More next on an early break. And the text more next on an early.